This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky if you don't try to fly. Rocky Rose, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and I'm so glad that you have joined us today. Look, if you can do me a favor... If you can share the podcast, if you got anything from it, I would love for you to leave us a review, to give me some feedback, to let me know what you thought about the show. Um, Or if you have any guest ideas, anybody that you would like me to bring on, any topics you would like for me to cover, just let me know. You can shoot me a DM at the Reborn Podcast, Instagram at Reborn Pod. Um, And don't forget to like and leave me a review on the Apple Podcast. Um, and today I have a special guest that is coming on, somebody who I have been wanting to get into my chair for a very long time, no other but Mr. Trip Horner himself. Trip, welcome to The Reborn. I'm, I'm really glad I'm here. I've been <laughs> wanting to be here and talk on the podcast for a very long time, so it's amazing that I'm here finally. So, uh, Hello. How was your day? Uh, it was good. I just got off the bus. So, I just got off uh, and I just told her to stop at the brew on the way here. So, um, This is Tripp's first ever podcast. And one of the reasons why I thought that Tripp would be so good is he has, you are so good at speaking. You're So I think it was like, what was it last year that we went out to Emily Frisella's um, oh, yeah. Women in Business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this would have been two years ago. I, I've spoke at our last two conferences. Um, if you're a female and you're running business and you're ready to get into like a network of other just badass, strong uh, females, check out Emily Frisella's Women in Business. Um, she offers it like once or twice a year. But an amazing opportunity to meet so many people. But one year I... Um, I had the honor of being a guest and to speak for Emily, to speak out there with Emily at the um, Women in Business Conference. And while I was up on stage, you know, a, a topic came up about like the boys. I, well, I forget what the question was. She was like, what What would your boys say, have to say about you? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Do you it, remember it, what it was? I'm pretty sure that was the question. It was like, if your boys could describe you, like how would they describe you? And I came along to St. Louis. So, yeah, so Trip flew with me to St. Louis. We had a great time. Dude, we, it was an amazing we trip. We went shopping. Like, I think we just, like, blew 100 bucks or something. We just, like, went to a mall. Um, it, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I really do enjoy, because I, I have a lot of regret. You don't, you're probably too young, but I, I feel like I just work a lot. And having the opportunity to now be able to bring my boys on trips since they've gotten older. Um, trip is 15 now. And, um, and I mean, there's, I think last year I've had to take auto before, not that he even understands what's going on, but that was like a really, that was an awesome moment. Whenever you got up on stage, um, I don't remember what your 
answer was. Don't, I don't think that we, I don't think we want to go back over that, but, um, so much has changed. So much has changed. Um, just like in the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, in the past 10 years, like I went from where was in 20, would have been 2013. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we were moved, still in California moved. at that point. Yeah. We like, moved a lot. We'd eat, we like, came out here to California or out here to Virginia beach. And we were like eating donuts at diners and like ice cream <laughs> on the boardwalk. Hey, so. now let's, let's plug in some of the vegetables I would feed you. Oh, I, I mean, don't let them all eat. You can't. Of course. <laughs> no, I'm a pretty easy go. I'm a pretty easy going. I mean, I don't know. I guess I should ask you, am I an easy going mom? Um, 50, 50, I'd give it a <laughs> coin flip, but yeah, overall I'd say that like, like people ask me like trip, I know you barely have candy and it's like, that's just a lie. Like I can't even like tell them like I don't eat candy because I like, I enjoy myself when I'm at home. Like I don't just eat chicken and rice 24 yeah, seven, but, but that, for dinner last night, what did we have for dinner last night? Chicken, rice and broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. But I mean, that also being said, it's not like I eat a bunch of junk food either. But I, you also had Oreos after you had your chicken, broccoli and rice. Right, so right. yeah. the, I think that's it, the point though. Yeah. Like I, so I have always been really, really big on, on balance. I think it's really important for kids to also see like the balance. Um, I want them to also learn like to make the the best decisions like for themselves and they have to learn. I, I also think like if I, you know, if I was constantly just cramming down your face, like to be like, hey, you have to eat this and you can't eat that, you probably, you would. I mean, yeah, I'd probably just like. You'd rebel. Yeah, I would probably when I get older, I'd probably have like no desire to ever eat good or healthy ever. Yeah. yeah. And I'd probably. Um, start eating unhealthy and becoming unhealthy. So I want to talk about your sports for a little bit. So you are a sophomore. Mm -hmm. You're a sophomore in high school and you came on to the Cox, to your high school team, to Cox, and you played on their varsity team Yeah, for soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, The first, so apparently there's like conditioning or like seven aside um, before the tryout. And um, this was last year. Yeah, this was last year. Um, and I didn't go to any of the the seven aside because I had no idea it was happening. So I just I was like like five foot three, five foot four, and I just showed up to like the tryout with like all these like adults. So <laughs> it was like it was crazy. And um, the tryout, I don't think I've played like the best I ever played ever. And what, I, why do you think you played the best? Were you? Did I you, just first of all, guys. So we're backtracking a year. This was at the beginning of his high school career. Yeah. And, and in fact, we were supposed to go snowboarding that weekend and we were like, trip, you have to try out. And he was like, I'm not even going to make it. Why do I even need to try out? I was like, Tripper, you're going to your tryouts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the reason why I just thought that there was like no point because, um, I have a other soccer team, a club soccer team. And I just thought like, it's a, it's a, tra- he's being very, um, humble. It's a, his tra- he's on the travel team. Out here. If you guys want to know how busy I am, I'm really busy. Yeah, she bounces around a lot. But um, back to what I was saying, the rush thing or my um, club that I play for, like I thought that would be like taking up all my time anyways. So I didn't think that it was that big of a deal. And I think that I would have made JV or like I think that was like the bare minimum for me. Um, 
And uh, whenever the tryout started, um, I wasn't feeling that confident in the beginning, but we had like this certain drill that I just like zoned in and I just like, it was like an out of body experience. Like I was just like unconscious and I was just like playing like incredible, like the entire night. And it was like, I can't really describe the feeling of like how amazing it felt just to be like passing by these like grown men and just like, like showing off like what I could do. And I just like was never like, the confidence like was that was just like surging through my body was incredible. Where did all that come from? Um, I think it came from. Um, honestly, I think the drill. Like, was there like a, a switch or something that flipped that just made you? Um, honestly, it, it, I wouldn't even say it's like a switch. I would say like it's instinct. Like if there's like a bear that's chasing you, you don't think oh, I have to breathe, or oh, like, I should probably slow down and hide in here. Like, you're just going to run, right? Um, so I, like, whenever, like... So I'm, what, do you think it was fear? Were you, like, so afraid that you were going to get, like, your ass kicked? Or or what was it? Because, like, obviously, if I see a bear coming after me, like, a lot of, like, fear, instinctual fear, right? It's like the fight or flight mode. You you kind of had an, I don't know. I, it was, it wasn't, um, it wasn't fear. It was just, um... Like, I have a moment that I have right now, and I need to just forget that these guys are, like, 18 years old, and I just need to play the best that I possibly can to prove myself and just see how far I could get with how great I've played. Well, you earned yourself a spot on the best soccer team in the state. Yeah, it's true. The uh, state champions. How was how was the leadership going at, like, as a freshman? Because, you like, this is your first year, obviously— any freshman walking into a high school is already going to be like really intimidated. You're basically like the low man on the totem pole, you know, and now you're a freshman going onto a varsity team. Uh, where, where, how many other freshmen made it to the varsity uh, team? Just one other one. Um, just, oh, okay. Me and him have bonded like a lot since then. Like me and Good. him, I would say are, like pretty solid friends Good. now. Yeah. Um, but even him, he's like a pretty old freshman while I'm a Pretty young. or or at the time I was a pretty young freshman and he was a pretty old mm-hmm. freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still like seven months older than me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was still like there's still like a pretty decent age gap there. Um, but um, going into the team, I could I could tell by the the mannerisms of the players that I could tell who like were the leaders and like who were like the people that I knew that I wanted to listen to or yeah. be around because. Yeah. Um, what what kind of characteristics what kind of characteristics is did you did you see um i would say loud i would say the way that the coaches talked to them uh-huh. um because like they expected them to be leaders they did and they talked to them like they were best friends and they like knew each other for a while mm. and then like were talking to each other like like the coach already knew that he was going to bring like what was expected mm-hmm, of him mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, while like the coaches is, aren't as like strong with the players that like are like newer or like um, aren't the leaders of the team because. Sure. So <clears throat> something that I've always that I, you know, a topic that I've always wanted to talk about is how competitive sports have, have gotten. Um, obviously I'm in like the health and fitness industry, like, Teaching people to work out is my job. Teaching kids strength training is something that 
I have done a lot. Um, but I just kind of want to see, like, hear it from you. It, it, is the is the pressure out there now to perform at a higher level? Is it greater than it's ever been, or do you have any like any way to even like compare that? Um, at like in terms of sports, yeah, which is for like even like high school sports the um, competitiveness. I would actually say that this year, um, I'm actually more stressed, like more like anxious about um, high school soccer than last year because. As a freshman, like you're a freshman, like it's like you don't think a lot is expected from you. As a freshman, like you, obviously you want to try your absolute hardest to get on the team, right? But you can make JV, or like, or like if you don't make the team your freshman year, like it's like you still have like clubbed, and like you can also just like work on yourself. While as a sophomore that has already made the team, I I expect. A lot more from myself this mm -hmm. year, especially this year, um, than my freshman year. Because my freshman year, you, like people can be like, "Oh, he's just a freshman," or like uh, that, stuff uh -huh. like that. Well, a sophomore, you're or like he played okay, yeah, but he's just a freshman. Exactly. Made, but now it's like, no, like you're expected to perform. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like oh, he's not quite on the physical standards of everybody else, but oh, he's just a freshman. Mm -hmm. Well, sophomore, like. I would say that going from a freshman to a sophomore is like one of the most, like the biggest jump mm. I've had. And like, I would say it's bigger than eighth grade to being a freshman. It, it's what, really why? Odd. Why is that? Um, just, well, in terms of sports, oh, okay. I would just say um, because of those reasons, because of uh, being a freshman, they can kind of just be like, oh, he's not like everybody else because he's young and he's like, yeah, and he hasn't been through this before. Right, right. Well, um, as a sophomore, a I have. So it's like. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to kind of go back to your your out-of-body experience that you were talking about because I find that that's really interesting. Okay. Um, have you ever been able to tap into that again? Uh, yeah. I, I tap it. I tap into it every single time I step on the field. But the more confident I am, the more often it occurs. Like, um, it's like whenever you see the ball flying towards you, you don't think, oh, I got to settle it and like look around and mm -hmm. like worry about everything else. It's just, it happens. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're running down as fast as you can and you score. And then you just realize, what just, what just happened? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, rem I couldn't, I didn't like physically think about it. It's like breathing. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't think like I'm breathing right now or like I'm walking right now. You just just happens and it's, it's, that's ex, that's the only example I can think of of like what it feels like yeah it's almost like you're letting go a little bit and just letting your your body just do its thing like yeah. it knows what to do because you've been how long have you been playing soccer now uh, I've been playing soccer for uh in total I probably have been playing soccer for about like six seven years yeah, yeah. yep I, I would say that's about right and then um recently because the boys, you know, Trip is just actually he just got back from conditioning tonight. That we're we're doing our podcast at American Brew and it's closed right now. But I made our I made Trip and I decaf lattes from downstairs. Yeah, they're really good. Um, so he he met me here and they just did their conditioning at the high school. Um, so your legs are like super super sore, tired. Yeah, um, they're like um, I I just it's like you know that they're not going to feel good tomorrow morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have those compression boots that we're going to put on you. Oh, uh, hopefully um, that 
is going to help. But we we started, we created um, a workout program for Trip and Cash, um, a youth training program that's about to go live. Um, and this has been such a great program. We did it with them. We walked them through the training probably like the first couple weeks. And then they just, we kind of like let them do it on their own after that. And now that trips like conditioning and soccer is going to start picking up, um, he will still need to be strength training like a couple times a week. Do you guys have weight training at your school? Um, so, or is for, it an elective now? So now this is something else. Like I, it could be, I don't know if this was different for you guys, but now they have like even driver's ed is, is like, you have to do that through PE. Well, yeah, PE, but it, uh, I actually think I like it better now because it's required for you to learn how to do, like you have to pass driver's ed to be able to pass PE, which yeah. basically means I, that kids, I like that. I think they should yeah, have done that the whole time. Well, I, I 100% agree because I don't know how I ever got my license. No comment, trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I think it's like really good because if you say you have like no intention of driving and you just like kind of want to wait it out or like I will do it later, like you're just getting used to being behind the wheel. Or if like there's an emergency that happened, at least you know what to do, even if you didn't have your license or anything like that. Yeah. I feel like it's really important. Yeah, that is that is important. Um, so. What do you think about like all the crazy? I was going to ask you like, a couple questions. Okay. What do you think about like all the crazy things that I have done? Like the crazy long races or runs or events and stuff that I have done. Um, do you ever want to do anything like that? Like no, uh, heck no. I, I honestly, I you would do an Oreo would, eating contest. I mean, that sounds better than rowing for twenty four hours, but um, uh. If I ever want to do something like that, um, I probably, like, if you were to ask me it right now, probably not. I probably would not want to do something like that. I just, I feel like doing that stuff takes more uh, mental than, like, you, you would think, than, like, physical. Because, like, for example, like, whenever you're playing sports um, uh, and you're playing soccer, right, you could be, like, running around and you could, like, do, like, 10 miles mm -hmm. and like you cannot even feel it because you're just having a good time and you're focused on other things. Well, if you're just like running for like for 10 miles, it feels like so much worse because it's just like you and your mind just running. Suffering. And, yeah, yeah. You're I, like, why am I doing, I'm running nowhere. Yeah. Well, I'm not chasing a ball. Yeah. You're just running there. You're, you're yeah. literally just jogging with your thoughts and the pain of just running. Like it's, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that mental determination, I think, well, you're already starting to develop that. It, it starts so young. I mean, even with you and, and junior high and then now high school of just like knowing, like flipping the switch, mm -hmm. right? We we talk about that, how, you know, like you, you were not motivated to go out there to try out. You were not motivated to do that. You had to have a little bit of a push. Oh. And sometimes that's what, that's what it takes. Um, just getting somebody or, you know, putting them out there where they, they like need to be. And that's kind of like what we did with you. We just were like, you have to go. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that, um, it takes time to build that, that mental fortitude and, you know, maybe not being driven by, by motivation, but 
being driven because you're like, I got to, I got to act like I got to just perform right now. And you just kind of go into your natural instincts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, When you're getting ready to do like something that like, like row or like run, like around Haiti, for example, like what is like your mental state, like throughout the entire thing? Like, like, what would you say is like the fundamental or like the base like layer of like your thoughts when running? Um, I always have to tap in and remember like why I did it. Yeah. That, that I think that's like a really big thing. You have to, um, you have to remember like the purpose of why you're doing something because no matter what, the suffering is always going to be there. The pain, whatever you have to get over or grow through and go through it's always going to be there. And it's not that it, it necessarily makes the hard times or the pain go away, but it certainly numbs it. It numbs it or it, pu- it pushes it out a, a, a little bit further. It keeps it at a distance. And so I think remembering your why and, and the reason why you started something um, is a key factor in just having that that mental ability to to press forward even when like things get really hard. Yeah. Um I, Do you I, remember when I did Haiti? I, I do. I remember when I ran around Haiti. It was like between it was like on the day of my birthday is like when you came back. So I thought it was cat but we celebrated Cash's birthday too. Yeah, it was both. Okay. Of our I was thinking it was Cash's birthday, but it was your birthday. It was mine. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Like actually for and I was gonna say this, like depending on what I am doing or who I'm doing it for, kind of d- determines like where I pull that deep, dark, like just grit from of like mm-hmm. motivation to get it done. And that one was because like I knew that you were waiting back at the orphanage for me with the kids. Yeah. And I really had no way to talk to you. I mean, that was the first time. I mean, this this is, I want to paint the picture here. Okay. We had been to Haiti at that point, probably like four, like five times, maybe like a I, lot. I actually don't think so. I think it was like our third time going. Like, I, really? I, I, cause I, I just don't remember. So, we're, until... so really quick, I just want to catch everybody up. We're talking about Maison Fortunate Orphanage. It's the orphanage out in Haiti that we have supported for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I just want to plug them. MFO, um, MFO Foundation. They, if they, if you guys want to sponsor a kid, like they are definitely need some help right now. So, um, but anyways, back to my run, which that was like that was a handful of years ago. <laughs> A handful of years ago, but we at that point we had been to Haiti a couple times. Okay, we'll just say like three times. Okay, so so get this: like we we fly into a third world country. Okay, mm. already like we have to. You know, there's probably I love Haiti. I love Haiti, but like any country, there's always the risk of human trafficking, of like being stopped, whatever. So we traveled right outside of Port-au-Prince where I was going to start my run out of the congestion and just in Haiti when where you land in Port-au-Prince the air there is so thick it's really really difficult to breathe because there's just so much dust they burn their trash um so we drove right to the outskirts of Port-au-Prince and dude that's like a, a moment that I will never forget I I had to kiss I kissed you guys goodbye and I, then I took off running. So you guys went straight up, straight up to the orphanage, kind of, a, it's like along like the Dominican Republic uh, border. Mm-hmm. 
And you guys stayed and waited at the orphanage until I ran all the way around the western border and came back down to the to the orphanage. And the only thing that kept me going is because I desperately wanted to get to you guys to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, it was literally on the day. And I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, debatable whether you'd even get there yeah. back on that day or not. Yeah. Yeah, because we had some problems bringing it in. Yeah. Um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I do. You, do you ever think about like the kids in Haiti? I, I mean, today. I, yeah, we were just talking about. We we're talking about our favorite little guy's name was Dodo or Dudu. Dudu, yeah. Um, Memories. There's a video um, on YouTube, and it's like Trip does Ashley Horner's makeup, and it is the it is <laughs> it is like the most like it's like a pretty wholesome video, but like if you just like watch like what's actually going on, <laughs> it's like absolutely hysterical. Is like, there a bunch of like a bunch of the Haitian? Yeah, it's like I, I'm like putting like weird kids. stuff on your face, and then like <laughs> in the background, there's like kids like picking mangoes out of the trees <laughs> and like jumping on each other. It, it's it's like a really good video. Mm. Like I recommend you. I'm gonna have it. to go back and look at that. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Do you remember that moment of coming back around like from the run and just all the kids and stuff being there? Um. Like me or you? You. Um, I remember, wait, like from coming back from the run? Yeah, like like whenever I ran around, like to come back that day. Remember at the very end, we ran through the orphanage gates and you guys, you and Cash were there right there with me? Oh, yeah, I do remember remember that. that? I do. Um, I remember like... Uh, like the the gate was still kind of close and like me and Cash or like or like maybe there's multiple we like pushed it open uh-huh. and like everybody was just like standing there like all respectfully like it looks like they were it was like the Queen of England just like <laughs> walked in and like they were just all like staring because yeah. Yeah. I really 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 miss the kids in Haiti I, do too. I really hope that we can go back there soon there. They've had so much turmoil from COVID and then um, their president got assassinated. They still don't have a president from what no, what I know. That's um, So now it's just, it's still like, it's difficult to kind of travel over there from what I heard. But the first opportunity that I, I get, I mean, a lot of the kids that you met, I mean, they're probably... They got to be around your I mean, age. Yeah. Dudu is probably like eight years old. Like, it's like, like, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. He was so little. He was like three, I four years old. I, I would like pick him up on my shoulders and we'd like, and I'd walk him around and then like, I'd get tired and I'd put him on the ground and then I'd like try and run away from him because he'd want me to put him back on his shoulders. I, yeah. I, like, out of all of them, it, it's, it was, I miss him the most. And, um, I forgot what, what was that one kid's name that like spoke like really good English and he's oh, like going um, to high school or. Um, oh my gosh, this starts with an E or, uh, it does start with an E. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He was super, super smart. That's because he studied super sweet as well. Yeah. He stayed with, uh, like at the university, he was around a lot of American kids whenever he (laughs) was really young. So he picked up on English a lot. Those are the kind of things though, that like, as a mother, I'm like the memories that you have, um, like those are the kind of memories that it just like that's if 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 you if you would ask me like what is it that I I want 
to like be or to to like leave with you guys um that's it just like the the doing things for people in need and um and it doesn't have to be like the kids in Haiti it doesn't have to be in a different country it could literally be you know here helping people cross the helping road helping people helping people cross the road yeah simple as that Mm-hmm. Um, so do, uh, I want to know, like, what do your friends think? Do they give you a hard time? I want to talk about social media. I want to, I want to finish the podcast, talk about social media. Cause I, you know, I didn't have social media when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like, so now that the boys are older, it's, it's, I don't know, it's different now because I never really thought of this, I guess like six or seven years ago, excuse me, when the boys were younger. But now I know like some of your friends like follow me yeah. and stuff. Is that weird for you or like? Um, it's it's weird um, when when like people like talk about it like all the time. But also I think that it's like pretty cool because like they know like everything you've done and they like ask me questions like mm-hmm. like when's like what else is your mom going to be doing or like like how how is like they know my they know like about like my family as well like they're like dude Otto's so cute like like from your mom's I, post. I have a, I have a question that I I want to ask you okay. and I want you to be like honest. Do you ever because of the life that I have created? Do you ever feel pressure to like live like that same sort of lifestyle, or like do you feel pressure like I have to be like this some like. Um, not even like an influencer, but just like I don't know like. Um, I would say I, I, I don't feel pressure because of you, but I, from you, I have just like built up that like, like how like amazing, like, like I want to be successful Mm. from like watching you from like everything that you've done. Like I, like there's people that like out there that don't have really good role models who don't understand, like, like you've been like successful, like from like all I can remember pretty much. And like, so it's like mentally like been in my, like brain to like follow like in your footsteps of like being successful but I wouldn't say like not necessarily of like what you're doing um not like pressure in the sense that I have to be like a superhuman athlete well yeah so I I was really uh, for my this was just a personal thing for me I never wanted the boys I never wanted to cram kind of like the eating thing I always wanted to lead by example I never wanted to cram it down their throats I never wanted to be like, you have to do this. Like, you know, you have to like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I really, I really have allowed the boys to just kind of come into their own, like naturally. And it's been really cool to watch and just like your God given athletic talent and everything. It's incredible. Um, But that, that means a lot. So you're saying I'm your role model. Yeah. 100%. I don't know if I had a role model growing up. I feel like I feel like role models. It was so different. Like my my mom had to teach me, and like like you know, I like we didn't have parties like that in high school. Like we didn't like it's just different. And social like having social media and like helping you know trip or cash or whatever. Like not not like navigate through it, but um, I don't know. And, And and also too, it's it's. I always wonder if it's different or hard for the boys because we do own businesses and everywhere we go in Virginia Beach, it's like, it's not just me, but people recognize, oh, those are the Horner boys. Mm-hmm. Horner boys. Oh, those Cash Horner's throwing rocks at the kids again. Triple's bouncing a basketball in yeah. the junior market. Yeah. yeah. Those, those Horner boys. Oh yeah. They own American brew. Yeah. 
Wait, but you're telling me that you you don't think you've ever had like a role model like to to like influence your success at all? No. I feel like that's crazy. I feel like I'm trying to think people, of like I feel like who I look up to. I just like I, a lot of people let me down. I I I say that with a laugh, and there have been people that I have looked up to, and then. And then I've gotten to know them or I've met them in person. Like and met I, your hero, don't meet your heroes type of deal? Yeah, sort of. And then you're like, wow, like I, I kind of wish I wouldn't have ever met them. Like who? Or can you say that? No. Okay. Well. But I, I, but I, I say like I have, like I look at people like Emily Frisella, mm-hmm. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. I think you met, you met both of them, I believe. I don't know if you yeah. remember Gabrielle. Uh, Dr. Lyon, she's awesome. Um, um, you know, Sean Whalen, um, his wife, Sa- Saxony Whalen. Th- those are all people that I like, that I admire. You know, I, I admire their grit and their tenacity and um, their ability to just like their powerhouses. Um, as far as like having, I view a mentor as like somebody that I can call and to be like, hey, I don't know what to do. Like, what would you suggest? And you know what, Trip? Like, maybe it, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me not finding, not seeking out mentors. They could have honestly been right there in front of me. Um, I have a really hard time like asking for help. Yeah, one hundred percent. I have. I want to do it like not. It's not like I want to do it my way. I guess this is so sounds so silly. I almost feel like it's cheating if I'm asking for help, <laughs> but no, that's just straight up ignorant. If, if ignorance. You, if you're, I mean, no, but that makes sense. Like if you, um, for example, like if you are working on a project or like, um, doing something and like you're asking people for your help, it doesn't feel like it's 100% you that have accomplished yeah. your, your, your work or like what you, what you've done. Or like if you're on a run, like, Hey, you're allowed to take a break or like you can yeah. tap in this guy. To like help you out right or like if you're in a, in a boxing match and you want to beat beat the other team and you like i'm a tag in my teammate and like he also does really well like it doesn't feel like your fight anymore it feels mm-hmm. like you're a spectator yeah that is very true that's i mean yeah that's 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 something that i have battled with um in fact this is crazy there have and some of the businesses that i have I have like full emails. This is crazy. Actually, I can't believe I'm saying this on my podcast. I have full emails or te- like text paragraphs mm-hmm. like that I have typed out that I have wanted to send people to be like, hey, I know you've been in my shoes before. Like, give me like, is there a secret sauce to this or do I just need to keep like hammering it? And I've never, I never send it. I never send it to ask to just be like, what would you do in this situation? To people in the industry? People that I would like, when you say like who your mentor is, Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, I don't really have a mentor. But there have been people or like people that I, you know, that I've like typed up, like being like, hey, like I'm getting ready to do this project. You've already done something like this. Like what went wrong? Like what do you suggest? What software do you need? Like what is like the marketing strategy? Like, and I just don't, I don't, 
I don't ask for help. Because it feels like cheating. <laughs> I guess. But it's like, but I've had people like, but th- that's the thing though, is like, I've had, um, I've had some like pretty, like some big name people that I'm like, I would be asking them for advice. And they, you know, they come to me and they're like, hey, like, like I, you know, they've asked me for mm-hmm. advice. And I'm just like, why are they asking me for advice? I feel like, uh, what they, I mean, yeah, but if they can imposter syndrome, maybe you could, which I don't like imposter syndrome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, I think having a mentor is, is really important. I mean, it's never too late to have a mentor. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's important to have a mentor. Um, um, Who, Who are some social media influencers that you look up to? Um, honestly. Yeah. Or that you, that you like, yeah. I, I enjoy listening to, um, Andrew Tate, Uh um, not because of like the stuff that he says about women or anything, but I enjoy like his mentality of like always being the best and like not being afraid of like becoming a weak person or, or like to be afraid of becoming a weak person and to, and like to like strive to be strong minded Uh and be strong in like what you do. Obviously, he's under some fire right now, but like I've, I think for the most part, like d- other, d- d- does that alter how you view him or how like how you like look up to him? Well, I I believe that anybody is innocent until proven guilty. Sure. Um, like there's a soccer player named Benjamin Mendy, and he got like accused of like kicking a cat or something like that. That cat and probably he, deserved he, to be kicked. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I kind of laughed when I heard the story, but I guess lots of people don't really laugh when they hear that story. But um, yeah, so he, he's been out of like the, his career for like two years while he Because got, he kicked a cat. Yeah, like he got like, cause like nobody, like the fans didn't want to like support someone that kicked a cat, I guess, or like, I guess animal brutality or stuff like that. Well, and he just got, released from jail because it was all hearsay like it's like it oh, wasn't so it didn't true. even happen no he didn't he never even kicked it yet wow yeah, they didn't have video proof or anything no it was just like like his neighbors like i i'm pretty sure he kicked a cat because like like something like that like like yeah there's no well it, it's he's not he wasn't he's innocent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and same with um what's his name johnny depp like his Ex-wife yeah. told like told the authorities like oh he's been abusing me, and he's innocent as well. Like so I believe, especially with like social media now, it's so easy for people just to say oh, random stuff. stuff. Yeah, and to like, like I mean yeah Johnny Depp's innocent, but it's still left a scar in his career yeah, at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, which for is sure. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, because that was that was also like a huge huge deal, and I I'm glad that you know, I'm glad that things worked out. Mm-hmm. In his favor, yeah, one hundred percent. So you don't think things like that? Uh, I love your your what you say about like you know innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is it about like Andrew Tate that you like? You said his mentality. Um, I love. Where does he get that mentality from? Though? Um, I'm, he got it from his dad. Um, he said it multiple. He like really really looks up to his dad. His dad um doesn't really he doesn't he didn't care about like what his kid's appearance was like what he looked like um he was like really good at chess like he like thought that everything was like a one-on-one battle like no matter like what you're doing it on it's you versus yourself yeah or 
you versus an opponent, which is why Andrew Tate got into boxing because it's a one-on-one game and it's like it's like 90% mental, 10% physical. Um and um I feel I like I guess that would be his role model. Yeah, his dad. Yeah, and um his dad um I, like from the story he told me like told he said that his dad learned Russian in like two weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because um That's wild. And he was like um he was like a really uh he worked in the military. So he just said he looks up to his dad as like a real man's yeah. man, I guess. Yeah, yeah, being real. Yeah. Um I do think that man, social media is just such it's such a double edged sword. Like mm-hmm. there's so much great things that, you know, because of all so if going back to like running around Haiti. We raised enough money to pay for two years of their school, two years of their school. Like that's incredible. Right. But then like, like, and, and we were, we could not do that without social media, being able to get it out there to, for people to support. But it is such a double edged sword because like, I mean, just like that, everything can just um, but I actually don't think that social media is the problem. Actually, I think that um, it's like people that say like guns are like really bad. Um, it's not the gun's fault at the end of the day. It's about the person behind the gun. It's a people problem. Yeah, it's a it's just the people. it's not a church problem. People say like, oh, a church gossip. So it's not a, it's not a church problem. It's a people problem. It's a people problem. It's bad people who mm-hmm. don't really care. Like because it's just like. Keyboard, ni- keyboard cu- ninjas. Yeah, yeah just a, cu- like a-, a couple clicks on their th- phone and boom, you sent out something that could get someone else in trouble. And it's just, it's just, yeah, like, they don't even think they about- could be just like on their newspaper, like, or just mm-hmm. like relaxing. And that's just that simple. And it's just, so it's not social media's fault. It's, it's, what um, do you, the where, people. do you have, what is your opinions on like where social media is going? Like, what do you think it's going to be like? What do you think social media is going to be like whenever you have kids? Um, I think social media is going to be a lot less people-based. I feel like it's going to be a lot more company-based. AIs? Um, AI, I think social media, um, in terms of like AI, I think that people are not going to get like full stories and like, I feel like it's social media. Everything went to reels. Well, oh, oh, in terms of that. Well, no, I just mean like, no, in general, like how you're talking, like what you're saying too. Um, cause people, people have, are getting like shorter and shorter attention spans, mm-hmm. like year by year. So like, of course, like, like it was just like, oh, you have to look on TV, you have to find the channel. And then it went to, oh, you have to hear about this news in the newspaper. It's like shorter and shorter uh-huh. ways of finding it, information. And then like, and then you get it on Instagram when you just like scroll. Boom, find the information, search it up. Do you think Instagram is reliable news? A absolutely news not. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. No, no way. I don't I don't think I don't think the internet is always reliable news, let alone Instagram yeah. or social media in general. So you think it'll be like less people based and more just like company based? I think But it's weird too because people now are becoming their own brands. Like I am Ashley Horner, which is like, I am that brand. Yeah. I think I messed up when I, when I was talking about that. I I don't, I think people run what the companies say and what they do. Um, I, I, that's what I think I kind of meant. Um, um, I think that people will, people, whether you think or or don't are going to want something out of 
like um, a situation and it's the social media's job to give them what they want yeah, so sure. they follow or like like the posts and stuff like that. Yeah, right on. How do you think social media has really boosted your career or how do you think that you would become who you are if social media wasn't a thing? Because I know that you would find a way to become yeah. successful whether social media was around or not. So I'm wondering like how would you become mm. successful without it? So if there was no social media, I would have built the same thing, but it would have been a real community. I mean, I'm not, let me, I'm not mean like, I mean like an actual, like in one place community, like a, okay. a local community. Like a gym franchise so, or like something no, like that? Like I think, because I started when there was Facebook, but mm -hmm. I started before there was even Instagram. So I started before there was Facebook. And in that, I'm going back to the very beginning. Cause you have to have, you have to be able to build your community. Right. And if there wasn't social media, I think like, okay, if I didn't have a way to be able to get it out through the interwebs, I would have built the same thing. Mm -hmm. But like in my own community, I would have built my community, like a, a real, like in-person community. I probably would have had like the biggest city wide like boot camp or something because it, 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 if social media would have been a thing or not my passion still would have been there yeah that's what i mean like yeah. i'm saying that you would still definitely knowing I, you and your mentality you'd still be successful whether sure. social media was around or not yeah so, so i i would have uh i would have just built it out i mean a lot of do you remember the camp valors and stuff that i would do i mean yeah those are still yeah. like super successful you're just saying that you just have like a bigger version of that or like that'd be like more of your main thing yeah. is that what you're trying to yeah, say yeah i think so okay it'd be like you know instead of having social media to get it out there i would i would probably just build the community um but yeah i mean it's changed a lot like i you know now everything it's just it's just it's different it's different now i'm i am so glad though that i did not have i i'm glad that i'm not living in the times that you're living because i couldn't imagine i already got made fun of a lot whenever I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I could not imagine the insecurities I would have if there was social media. I actually, um, I mean, I guess in terms of like, maybe I'm just like in like a good bubble of people. Um, but, um, I don't really see, like, I don't see anybody in terms of like, Maybe you'd be insecure based off of like beauty standards and stuff like well, that. I wonder if it's it's got to be harder for girls. I'm glad that well, I have a voice. I, I would want. I would. I would think so too. Like yeah. if you're a girl, you'd like scroll. Like it's only like a couple of swipes, and you just see like another pretty girl on. Yeah, and then you're like Instagram. Oh, and, yeah, and you're like if you if you're not careful, then you're like oh I'm never gonna live up to that standard. Yeah, and but you have to remember everybody's also, always posting their best. And also guys are also like kind of like go up to like because like it's just a couple of swipes and like dang there's so many gorgeous women out there like I don't think that this girl at my school is as good like like mm -hmm. for like like back then it's like you had this bubble of people around you and you based your standards off of those people yeah. around you well social media expands the the amount of people that you are um looking at or seeing so yeah, yeah. Well, that was good dude I really enjoyed doing the podcast with you. What do you think? What do you think of your first podcast? Um, I really like these headphones. They're cool, huh? Yeah. They, they're really warm. Yeah. <laughs> On our ears. But, uh, it's, I honestly love it. It's like, I got my coffee right here talking to my mom, you know, uh, it's just, it's a good Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well that is all I have. Uh, is there anything else that you want to say? Um, 
Are you going to do another podcast with me? Absolutely. Did you like it? We'll have to come up with. If you invite me back on. Yeah, I'm going to invite you back on. All right, sounds good. Yeah, you're you're really, you're you're great to sit down and just have an awesome conversation with. I was really nervous about getting into the teens with my boys because I would Uh just be like, I'm like, what do I do with a teenager? Loose but I, I really, and all that stuff. I really enjoyed it. In fact, I feel like Trip and I, as he's gotten even older, we've gotten a lot closer. I, I, I think so as well. Just because we're able to have like deeper connected conversations, and I feel like our brains are wired a, a lot, like very similar. Mm, yeah. And so it's nice to be able to speak to you know mm-hmm. my offspring yeah. DNA. Actually, my friend was talking about it was like now that he's older, like it's not like. Hey, can me and Trip go outside and play? Like, <laughs> like he actually is like asking you about like actual like questions. Yeah. And, like, because like you were like closer. Like, yeah. Because like we can like actually ask questions now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and and it's cool. Like uh, Trip's friends come over to the house. This is something that I've kind of noticed, and they ask me like mentorship questions, mm-hmm. and I really like that. Trip does have he has like a couple friends that'll come over, you know, and they're trying to either build their brands or figure out what they want to do with their career. One of them is a little bit older than Trip; he's in he's in college already, and uh, you know, and they 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 ask you know they ask me questions, and um, I it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. I really really enjoy this this season. It's been awesome. Yeah. So, all right, guys, that is all we got. Thank you so much for listening to the Reborn podcast today. Make sure you leave us a review, rate it uh, for Ironclad Network. Thank you guys so much, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? Can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.